0: Hey, we had so much fun yesterday. We're going to keep it going with Tom Jones, my good friend at pointer.org. He does the newsletter there. And he also, of course, was the longtime columnist of the Tampa Bay Times and my radio partner. He's going to join us again today uh, to talk a little football. And particularly, Pat Mahomes, like where has he already started to reach the GOAT level, the GOAT status? Should we should we compare him to Tom Brady already? I mean, this he could win his third Super Bowl at age 28. Certainly that's very Brady-esque, but are we getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here? So we'll discuss that as well as, man, some of the decisions Dan Campbell made in that game a couple days ago. There's debate about him, but we'll tell you what he did right and what he did absolutely wrong. Um, And don't expect the Lions are just going to roll back into the NFC title game a year from now. And we'll talk about that in just a minute with Tom Jones of the Pointer Institute of Media Studies. Coming up right here on Sports Day Tampa Bay. I want to remind you guys that for the past 14 years, the skilled pros of May Electric Solar, they've been installing solar energy systems in Florida. They provide the most reliable solar equipment, the best installation methods and service. While helping homeowners cut energy costs with an environmentally friendly investment, May Electric Solar uses their own skilled employees, never subcontractors. They've always offered the safest and most reliable equipment. Well, now, May Electric Solar offers a 30-year no-cost equipment replacement and labor warranty. That means for 30 years, May Electric Solar, backed by Solar Insure, means that your roof, electrical, and equipment replacement is all covered. Solar Insure even survives May Electric Solar. It's owned by the homeowner. With no deductibles or additional fees, the policy will transfer to new homeowners with no fee. This is not a blanket insurance policy. In fact, only the best contractors are allowed to be part of the program May Electric Solar's reputation, and history of workmanship has earned them this membership. To learn more, about May Electric Solar's installation and their thirty-year warranty. Call seven two seven eight one nine two eight six two or visit MayElectricSolar dot com.
1: Well, I, I got to ask you, Rick. I didn't. I didn't listen to the podcast on on Monday morning, so I don't know if you talked about two. So two things I want to talk about my homes for a second in, sure. in a minute. No,
0: let's go. for But i to ask you about
1: Lamar first. Uh huh. Like, where does Lamar's uh, sort of not legacy, but sort of where is his standing right now? Because you know, he's, he's going to be the MVP, most likely. Yeah, it's in a regular season I board. think so.
0: They vote before the playoffs. But
1: yeah. we're starting to look at his playoff numbers, Rick, and whenever they get eliminated, they're not good. Like, their team doesn't put up a lot of points. We're talking, like, these games are not super competitive, and the reason is because the offense, and Lamar in particular, doesn't do a whole lot. How much now is he playing? Does he need to get to a Super Bowl for him to sort of turn this idea of, like, hey, you're – because I heard this mentioned on Bill Simmons' podcast – He's getting little Clayton Kershaw on us here. Great regular season, but postseason, maybe not so much.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, he's not in Dan Marino's category, but there's a lot of great quarterbacks that didn't win a Super Bowl, and, and there are some that may not have gone to one. I don't know. Um, you know, there's a big debate in Dallas how good Dak Prescott is, but... So, I mean, I think it's fair to say that, you know, he hasn't been the postseason quarterback that he's been in the regular season. But then again, I would say this. Like, I don't know how good the teams he's been on have been aside from him. Like, okay, they had Odell Beckham, and I like their rookie receiver who made an egregious mistake with a taunting penalty that absolutely cost him, and then he fumbled the ball when he extended it, you know, a half yard before the goal line. That right. That's the game right there, right? Like, that's if you're going to drill down to one play, you say, okay, that's the play. Um, did Lamar Jackson fumble that ball? No. He threw a hell of a pass, and, you know, the guy didn't get in the end zone. So, you know, it wasn't like Mahomes hung 50 on him, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. They scored. They, if I'd have told you before the game, Kansas City's
1: going to go into Baltimore and score 17. Oh, Baltimore's like, going to Baltimore won.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and frankly, the Ravens could have held him to less than that, you know. I mean, they their defense is is pretty good and could have been better. Um, so yeah, I I think it's fair. And the other thing about Lamar is is that let me ask you this: What's the difference between him and Josh Allen?
1: Well, nothing, and that's what I'm saying.
0: Like, well, I don't are know, they talking I, about I, Josh Allen that way?
1: I mean, pretty soon they're going to be, aren't they?
0: Like, I just don't know that. I just don't know that we hear as much. You know, I know I hear a lot about Lamar, but I don't. I well, there was point.
1: that big discussion a week or so ago after Josh got yeah. eliminated. That you know, Dan Orlovsky was was um, defending him, and a lot of other people weren't. Here's the problem for Lamar, though, going forward, Rick. Like I, th- this was set up for them. This was the year oh, they yeah. should have done. It. Joe oh, Burrow yeah. misses basically the season. Oh yeah. Deshaun Watson misses basically the season in Cleveland. Those are two of his division quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and not a had, great
0: Kansas City team. I mean, I, look, they may win the Super Bowl because we can talk about Mahomes and his greatness and what Andy Reid has done in that defense. But this isn't like they don't have Tyreek Hill, right? They don't have some of these game-breaking players, which is why they only scored 17.
1: Right, and that's why I thought this was the year to do it. If you're Baltimore, this was the year like it was set up for. You had him at home. You had a team that's not a Kansas City team that's not as strong as it has been in the past. You no. had Buffalo. Somebody took care of Buffalo for you. Yeah, like, it was all set. And now you and now you know. I think I think Lamar. I think Lamar's going to have to get to a Super Bowl before he loses that sort of that reputation of like, Ugh, can you win with this guy? No, I agree. I mean, he's playoffs? put
0: himself in the conversation of one of the best quarterbacks. He's the MVP for a second time. Um you've get, the expectation is that you got to get your team over the top. Look, the championship games are the worst ones ever to lose. Because even though you don't want to go to a Super Bowl and lose it because that's awful. You got to, you know, see those t-shirt and hat commercials for the next 6 months. So there's that. But people still can remember for the most part you were there and you got the experience of, of being there, right? Is you know, every football player that plays in the NFL wants to go to a Super Bowl. They want to win it. Not just go, but but at least you're in the game, people will remember you. You get beat in a playoff game in the in the AFC or the NFC Championship. No one even remembers you went. Like it's the right. most anonymous loser you can be, right? And you had as good a season as everybody, except the team that went all the way.
1: Well, somebody was talking about that. I don't I don't want to jump over to the other uh the other game too quickly, but somebody was talking about I think it was Chris Russo who went nuts on Mad Dog Radio. He said People in Detroit, no one's no one cares. You beat Baker Mayfield in the Bucks. Nobody cares. <laughs> all Baker they care is you. You choked away the <laughs> NFC Championship game. But
0: well, and you know they did.
1: Yeah, we get to that game in a minute, But I want to ask you about Mahomes, Rick. I want to get your take yeah. on this because mm-hmm. I, I I think we can all agree that if that Patrick Mahomes, regardless of, that Lamar Jackson's going to win the MVP probably this year, I think I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football right now. Mm-hmm. But can we slow down on this? I don't know. Is he better than Brady? No, he's not better than Brady. Not yet. He's one two. He's not even if he wins in two Sundays from now. He's not even halfway to Brady. Right? That's right. Right? Brady's one seven. Brady won this'll seven, and this would be his third.
0: Yeah. Now that's
1: less to, than half.
0: Right, but to be fair, he's twenty eight, and when Brady was twenty eight, he had three.
1: Right, but and no. Then, who thought? I, does anybody think Patrick Mahomes? Is going to play till forty five? No, which is when Brady won his seventh. But he
0: he may not go eight years in between winning again. Like Brady had this gap where he went to Super Bowls but didn't win them. They got beat twice.
1: I'm just saying we are like three Super Bowls away before I'm willing to listen to the discussion about whether Patrick Mahomes belongs in the same category. How about how about pass Montana first? How about how about (laughs) pass Troy Aikman first? Yeah, right. And then we'll start talking. Now, who would I rather have at the prime of their careers? Patrick Mahomes or Troy Aikman, I'd rather have Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I love Patrick Mahomes. Love him. But this idea of like, hmm, if he wins Sunday, where does this put him on? Still way well, behind Brady. That's where he
0: puts him. You know, it's it's recency bias, even though Brady hasn't been that long since he won his last Super Bowl, you know, at age 45 or whatever. Um, but, I I mean, I get it. And he plays a position. Here's what people are now saying, okay, because they, they do like to say, oh, I, he's better than Brady. They like to say this. I know Brady won all those Super Bowls, but you can't tell me he's a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Look at Patrick Mahomes. Look at the no look passes. Look what look what he could do. Brady could never listen, man. There there's there's a lot of ways, right, to skin a cat. Like there just is. And the the quarterbacks today, very few of them actually can play from the pocket because of the high schools to college now into pro football. They take the best athlete, they put him behind center, and he makes the most plays with his feet or his arm. They don't really care where it comes from. Um, Not many guys can sit back there. Now, Mahomes can read uh, defenses. He throws with great anticipation, and he he does make some ridiculous plays. Um, And all of that is very unique to him. But there's still a way that what Brady did was genius, right? Like, there's a way of playing quarterback from the pocket and reacting to defenses and picking them apart. And no matter what you see, whether it's cover two or, or you know, blitzes and, you know, various, you know, man coverage, zone coverage, whatever it is that they're giving you or taking away the run or whether, you know, that you have an answer for all of that. Right. And I think what we're seeing with Mahomes is the evolution of his game. I think he could get there and be greater. I don't know. He's going to win seven. Because, like you said, it took him till forty-five. But um, I do think that that Mahomes is learning the limitations of his talent around him. Because you're only as good as the guys around you. Yeah, when look at what God, happened. Like, teams are winning. I mean, Brady won a Super Bowl
1: be, scoring thirteen points one time.
0: That's correct. Beat the Rams. Uh,
1: and the yeah. last time that these two teams played each other, Kansas City and San Francisco, that was a dog of a game. Like until mm-hmm. late, like Garoppolo. If they had, if San Francisco had any, they had a ten play, point
0: game lead game, in the fourth quarter, yeah. and Garoppolo went three of eleven.
1: So I think at the, at the end, I think we boy, I think we all agree with this, Rick. Like you end up winning the games you deserve to win ultimately. Like yeah. Brady wa- lost a couple Super Bowls he shouldn't have lost. He also won a couple he shouldn't have won. That's correct. And he ended up with the the right number. And I think That's that. Correct. So if we're coming down to now, I'm just talking about. You know, I'm not like, comparing. Like, who's the greatest quarterback? I, my dad, before he passed away, swore that Johnny Unitas was the greatest quarterback he ever saw, and he could play in today's game or whatever. There are people who think Elway or what. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. All I care about: who won. I don't care who your coach was or your team was, who won, who won the Super Bowls. And that's not to say that, well, then that means that Trent Dilfer and Aaron Rodgers are the same quarterback because they both won. Or that Trent Dilfer's better than uh, Dan Marino because he won more Super Bowls. I don't mean that. But when we're talking about truly all-time great quarterbacks, champions, like, let's let's have Mahomes win three more to get within two of Brady. And then we'll start maybe talking about it.
0: That's my No, that's for. fair. I think that's fair. I mean, it, it, again, I think it's recency bias. I think, you know, we live also in a world of you know, where media consumption is twenty four seven and social media and all that. So there's a lot more awareness about what's going on. I was for some other thing, reason I was talking to Terry Bradshaw of all people a couple weeks ago, and we got on the subject of quarterbacks, and he's like, you know, how well Brady's the best, you know, and all this stuff, and he goes, you know, he got to said, you he lost three. He lost three. He says me and me and Montana. We won four. So if you take he was in ten, he lost three. That's seven. So so seven minus three is four. So we all got four.
1: <laughs> that's the Terry math. Go,
0: is that the new math, Terry? He goes, math math one on one. That's um, and which is absolutely ridiculous. It's the
1: same argument we hear when we're talking about Jordan and like LeBron. Like well, yeah. you know, Jordan never lost the final. Yeah, never but LeBron, yeah. You know, like you should get credit for getting there at <laughs> Don't least, you right? Think? I yeah. mean, you know. So you'd yeah, have been, you tell me you've been better off those years losing in a conference final instead of actually getting there. But I look, I love Patrick Mahomes. I think he's, I think he's great. But it's just, I think it's more than anything. It just goes to show you again, like when you talk about winning seven Super Bowls, that is, it's unfathomable. It's re- it's ridiculous that somebody won seven Super Bowls as a quarterback.
0: How about I, going to ten? How about Come half, your, 10, half, half your career career was in the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah. It's remarkable.
0: And Bill Belichick, as great of a coach as he is, 14 wins shy of Don Shuler for the most. He's didn't done. Do, he right? really do well without Tom Brady, right? He's done, right? He'll never. Well, he. So, I don't is he know. Is going to get another job? I, not this year. In Seattle, there are only two jobs left, and Seattle and Washington are not going to hire him. Look, he's going to be 72 years old. Like, I know people that love Bill Belichick, and they're still like, yeah, but he's 72. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like, the Dallas Cowboys could have fired Mike McCarthy, and they said, no, you know what? We'll keep Mike McCarthy. That
0: made the most sense to me was was Dallas.
1: Instead of hiring Bill Belichick. Yeah. And, like, Atlanta, I get the Atlanta thing. Like, I don't even know. Belichick, I think, it was almost embarrassing when you think about, like, the Atlanta Falcons have interviewed Bill Belichick for their... Twice. Twice they put out that tweet. <laughs> still said no. And still said no to Raheem <laughs> Morris. Now, I think Raheem Morris is probably a better fit at the end yeah. of the day for yeah. that organization. But if you're Belichick, and now you wonder if Belichick was, should have talked Robert Kraft into, like, just ah, let me, just let me stay. Why could I stay? Just try to get. But he wasn't going to. 14 more Ryan. wins, man. He's just trying to get through it. I think the only way Belichick comes back is if somebody totally. Throws up all over themselves like a good team. Like if Dallas starts off one and four next year, and they're like, you know, yeah, what? could he
0: go there next year where Jerry just goes, I really need Bill Belichick. I'm 81 years old. I want a Super Bowl. He could do that. But the thing you get with Bill and what you hear, um, and I know some people in, the, in in the Falcons organization is that you're not just hiring Bill. Okay. Bill has his way of doing things that have been successful, more successful than any coach, you know, in modern era. But he only knows that way. So you're not just getting Bill. You're going to get his some personnel people that he wants. He's got to have control. Uh, you know, it, it's it, – and so so you think you're hiring just the head coach, but it's really his people, right? Like who he chooses, right. not just on his coaching staff, but in the front office. And who, who are they answering to, right? Because he's not going to answer to anybody but the owner. Like you're not going to have – Rich McKay or somebody else, some layer of GM. There's not going to be anybody that Bill answers to except Bill. Right? Bill and, and ultimately, you know, Arthur Blank in that case. And, and he did just answer to Robert Kraft. And finally, Kraft had enough and said, this isn't good enough. You know? We've we got to move forward. Like, we can't. I just you know, don't
1: know where he's going to end up, Rick. I just don't know. Like, they I say don't television
0: know. in the short term, well, will be yeah, interesting for sure. because I think he's going be to be really good. And people are going to be surprised by that. He won a sports
1: Emmy. Yeah. Uh, for his work on the NFL like NFL Network had the 100 greatest players or whatever. Yes, he did. And he was really good and people talk about how and somebody actually said he would that yeah, he'd probably end up in a studio but like they said you would be shocked how good he would be in a in a game booth. Although I don't think all the number one booths are taken so I don't think he would go into like and work the to, fourth. To me know, there's not the enough Commanders time. Giants right? game, you
0: know. You know the time that you get to talk is not long enough. For right. him, I think to really like get the most out of him, I don't know that a studio would do that either, quite frankly. But well, I
1: and I I, I honestly, Rick, I think it's time that some of those uh, network boosts get shaken up a little bit. And oh, I
0: agree. You those know, them, you them dudes guys been there who a while. have
1: a, played in a long time. You look at that CBS booth now. They've added some people recently, right? I guess they added J.J. Watt is on there now a a little bit. And Nate Burleson, who's not that far removed. But
0: But Boomer Esiason. Boomer Esiason. It's been a
1: while. And I'm not saying these people don't know what they're talking about. Oh, they do. But, uh, you know, Bill Cowher. Like, those guys have been out of the game for a long time. And then on Fox, Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, Michael, Mm -hmm. even Michael Strahan, who seems like a really young guy. It's been a minute since he's played. You know? That's true. So, I think somebody like, even though Belichick could be older than all of them practically, yeah. just the fact that he had he had been in the game as recently as, as uh, as as December, um, would make him. I think somebody would definitely be a. I did want to ask you about this uh, NFC Championship game, Rick. Yes. So let me ask you this: worst loss, the Lions or the Ravens? And, and I heard a lot of people say it actually the Ravens because it was set up. They should they were the favorite. They should have been there. This was their year to win the Super Bowl. I, I, they may I, not I, ever get back. Whereas Detroit, the arrow is still definitely pointing up on the Lions. But
0: yeah, but come oh on, you're gosh, you're, up three, you're up you're up twenty four to seven, right? Is that yeah. what it was?
1: 24 7 at halftime, yeah.
0: 24 7. And not only that, but even when they made it 24 10, you have a chance to make it a three score game again. And and I've had this debate. In fact, I had some people um that I respect in the league that we were texting back and forth, and they are like, I don't care what anybody says. This is what they did all year. This is why they're who they are. They've been aggressive. You don't stop playing the way that, that you know the way you've played all year. And I went, Yeah, you do. And here's why. Because great for you, it got you to this game, and it got you a three-score lead, right? And now you've got momentum, but then they've come back and they've made it a two-score game. And then you go down the field. Understand this. There's only one other team between you and the Super Bowl, and that team is really, really good. So it's a little like the analytics that the Rays are wedded to. I was like, are they going to let Blake Snell kick the field goal? I mean, that's what I felt like. Right. like are, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is Kevin Cash going to take the, the, the ball out of his hands? So analytics are great, and they have a place in all kinds of sports. But fourth down is 50% or less when you're fourth and two. I don't care who's playing, right? And just because you were aggressive and you went for it, and maybe you got it more than 50%, I don't know, um, that's fine. But, here, but here's the deal. This is to play to go to the Super Bowl, and you have control. And you can make this a three-score lead as the amount of possessions are dwindling for the other team. So if if it's a two-score game, how many possessions do I need to tie the game? Two. If it's a three-score game, I have to score on both of those, by the way. If it's a three-score game, I need three possessions minimum, and i got to score on all three. Well, when you're in the second half, right, depending on how your offense is playing, you may only get – how the other offense play? You really get three possessions, four possessions total, right? And have to score touchdowns and a field goal. I just the math doesn't work for me. The first one, absolutely, you have to kick the field goal. Absolutely, you have to. You want to debate the second one and say, See, "Well," and I
1: thought the second was worse. I actually did you well, not, tie
0: it uh, up and and then what? Tie,
1: because I think you start. I think I think when you talk about analytics, all the analytics does is taking consideration down and distance, basically. Yeah. It's fourth and two. Yeah, it's how many all times do you fourth make it? downs. I all... think at that point, you have to consider more than just down and distance. You have to consider how much time's left. What's the momentum been? The momentum is the How's your quarterback is big playing? Yes. How's your, is your team? And I looked at the clock, Rick, when they went for it on fourth down. I looked at the clock, and I said, they if they kick the field goal, San Francisco's going to get the ball. Detroit's going to get the ball again. They're going to get the ball again with a chance to go down yeah. and basically Match or or take
0: the lead, yeah.
1: Right. And here's the other way I look at it, Rick, and I think this is always – I always like this way of looking at a game situation is if you're rooting – in this case, I I was kind of rooting for San Francisco. I don't know why. But I was pulling for the 49ers in this game. And I looked at it and said, what do I want the Lions to do in this situation? And if whatever I want them to do, the team should do the other thing. They
0: should do the opposite. Yeah.
1: So when I was watching that, and they came out and they said, "Oh no, he's going for it, fourth down." Deep down, I'm like, "This is good. I'm glad they're going for it," because (laughs) I, and then when they didn't make it, I thought, "That what a, what a mistake." The other thing too, Rick, and I look, I like Dan Campbell. I'm not saying he's a, but two things can be true at the same time. He could be a really good coach, and he could have had an awful day Sunday, and he did. And there were other reasons why they lost that game. They dropped a ton of passes. Yeah. Goff wasn't great all day long. And yet, I, Campbell was still could have screwed up and he did. That call Rick when they were trying to go in, it was it was they were down 10 and they they had four, third and whatever, third and goal and they ran it with just over 2 minutes left.
0: And they cost themselves a the timeout that they had that to was use. Yeah. That was the game right there. Terrible play.
1: That you was can't the game.
0: you can't do that because you have to maintain the three timeouts to get the ball back. You have to because you're you're two scores down. The you only
1: can't. way you could win at that point was to get the onside kick, which That's almost which is one percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just the uh, just the whole clock management. Look,
0: you know, to Dan Campbell screwed up the clock against the Bucks, and Todd Bowles wasn't smart enough to take advantage of it. All right. they, you know, they, they 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 the Bucks had a timeout, and Campbell takes an or, Goff actually screwed it up. He takes a knee, takes another knee. They still haven't used the timeout, and now it's it's fourth down, and all they had to do was call timeout because they've left too much time on the clock. There should have been about ten seconds. Instead, there was like thirty something. And if bulls calls timeout, they got a decision. They I still don't to, get that play, Rick. I still don't understand it to it, this you day. You can't defend it, Tom. You I cannot I, defend it.
1: I I remember as I was watching it. You know what I honestly thought is the graphic on the TV is wrong. But mm-hmm, he a, doesn't have a timeout. He yeah. actually doesn't have a timeout, and the, and Fox didn't catch up with with it.
0: Right. That right.
1: They t- and and when they, and when they didn't. I, I thought to myself afterwards, that's not a fireable offense. But I don't know that it's not a fireable offense.
0: <laughs> well, it's bad. It was bad. Look, if he doesn't get fired, somebody that's in charge of, of of reminding the head coach, and most teams have this right. They have someone who's in charge of of situational football. In other words. Hey, you got one timeout. Hey, the, you know the clock's going to stop it. Hey, we would have forty something seconds. Like you have somebody whose job it is, or supposed to be, to for those very situations, right? Because he's the defensive play caller. He's got a lot going on. Somebody needs to, re, you know, remind him. Hey, you got one timeout. Hey, take it here. Hey, you know, and whoever that was, maybe should be fired. I don't. I'm I, not sure. I can tell you
1: this, Rick, and you. There were they're the old. We we don't do this anymore, but there were. In the old days, remember, we would go on. We were a lot on the field.
0: It was awesome. Last four minutes. Yeah, last four minutes.
1: And you'd go down there. And if you've never been down there. Oh, my God. If you've And if you've never been to a game, but particularly if you've never been down to field level, the mass confusion that's going on while that game is being played is is I cannot overstate it. Like just how chaotic it is. And how violent it is, the and violence how much is going on, yeah. and you don't even like. There's just a mass of people running a thousand miles an hour into one another, and it's it's almost frightening if you've never, like I have never been down that low, I've never played it. Like I even like high school games we used to cover, like even that has a level of like, oh my gosh, there's a lot going on down here.
0: A lot more hitting than you realize. But a lot of, yeah.
1: you don't realize how loud it is. Mm-hmm. How just it gets to how. Just like I said, how violent it is? I used to go down on the side of college games, same thing. So I could get where somebody might not a head coach. He's got so much going on. He's trying to figure out what what's next that he might not know the timeout situation. But good gosh, to have to have both teams, Dan Campbell and so Dan Tom. Dan Campbell Bulls.
0: screwed up first, and then Bulls let him. It was almost like a gentleman's agreement. Like now the game's over.
1: Right. Yeah. You guys are. Yeah. You guys aren't going to. You're and unfortunately,
0: that's what polls when he asks about it after the game, and immediately after the game, he goes, well, they're going to kick a field goal. Well, are they? Really? Are they going to yeah. make it? I don't know. Well, Do you know they're going to make the field goal?
1: Apparently, Dan Campbell wasn't confident enough in that field goal kicker to let him tie the game exactly. on Sunday. Exactly. Because he went for it on fourth and two. and, and that's I the just other thought thing. it was a bad day by Campbell.
0: Oh, it was. And, here, and here's the thing. like, It's so hard to get back to that game. And the Lions did a great job. I was, you know, we were at Ford Field. The energy in that city, which, you know, the Tigers are bad. The you know Pistons lost twenty eight in a row. Like, and there's not a lot going on. Red Wings, frankly, aren't, yeah, they've they've for Detroit. Off, yeah. But man, it was fun. They were so into it. it. Reminded me when the Bucks started winning again. You know, when Tony Dungy um, actually beat Detroit. You know, and there's the first home playoff win in eighteen years. Um, and uh, the place was just on fire. And they had seventy thousand people I think in there at Ford Field yesterday watching the game that was on the big screen yeah were you know they were looking at an empty field um, because they just wanted to be together and and celebrate it and um can't imagine how how awful that was to have to file out of there into the cold.
1: <laughs> I noticed that, like Fox, never they they were showed it when they were up and they, in the first half. <laughs> it just, stopped, just rolling, and then you never saw anything. <laughs> that's what somebody said was. I think Ford Field's on fire. So like it's, <laughs> they stopped showing it. <laughs> like something bad has gone on there. Well, I I look, it's it's not going to necessarily be easy for them to get back because Green Bay. I really like Green Bay the way they came on at the end of the year. So in that division, I think. I think Chicago is still a ways away from getting their act together. But Minnesota, if Cousins comes back or if they get a real quarterback, that's not a bad team. So Detroit getting back again uh, to that to that spot is not going to be easy.
0: No, it's never easy. You th- there's usually the expectations will swallow you. The first-place schedule will swallow you. And, you know, it's, it's exciting when you win the first time. But trying to win like that again, there's not, nothing. Every team is different. You know, you're going to have – Seventeen, eighteen different players altogether um, on most teams, and and so it, it's it's difficult to kind of recapture that that magic. All right, um, I want
1: to. I just kind of be a contrarian real quick, too. Please, just this whole idea of like after they after they beat the Bucks, and even before they beat the Bucks, like people say, "Well, you got to feel good for the Lions fans." Why? Why do I have to feel good for them? <laughs> Why? Because well, they waited thirty. Because you sucked for years. sixty-five years. How, well, how's yeah. that? My, how's that my deal? I don't care. That's what people say, like, like this is the thing. Like, Spoken
0: like a guy that grew up in Pittsburgh when they were exact, winning see, four Super Bowls. Right.
1: So that's what I'm saying. Like, if if the Pirates now, the Pirates have been awful forever. And if all of a sudden they're good, oh, you got to feel good for the Pirates fans. No, you don't. That's not Just your... Sister
0: Sledge, man. We're yeah, family.
1: Exactly. That's That was... Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. I, the way I see it is, everybody has a favorite NFL team, right? If you... Unless you're one of us, cover the league. But... Yeah, everybody has a favorite NFL team. You know who your second favorite team is? They're, it's a tie for last. They all you hate everybody else. Is when I was growing up in Pittsburgh, I loved the Steelers. You know who else I loved? Nobody. I didn't feel good for anybody. It's like, oh, you got to feel good for the Houston Oilers. They're finally good. No, I don't. I don't care about the Houston Oilers. So that's so this idea of like, oh, you got to feel good for the Lions fans. I didn't. I didn't care. What you know?
0: Definitely I kind of did. I don't know what that makes me soft. No, it makes you a normal human. It makes soft.
1: You, no, it makes you good, like a decent person. You know I'm what it is? It's just I'll, like I'll Buffalo. Like, oh, you want to see Buffalo get in there, don't you? No, I, I don't care. Also,
0: if it were Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas, sure. But I don't care about these. Guys. <laughs> that's right. They, yeah.
1: That's right. Dan Campbell and those guys—they have nothing to do. They haven't
0: with lost life. four Super Bowls.
1: <laughs> the, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You want pain? I was, I'll show I gotta, you. I got to pull for. I got to pull for
1: Minnesota now because Bud Grant couldn't win a Super Bowl in 1976 <laughs> or whatever. I don't care.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, there's losing, and then there's losing. Right. Like, who's the worst?
1: What's the worst? It's still Cleveland, right? It's still got to be Cleveland.
0: Well, there's teams that haven't um, actually, you know, been to a Super Bowl.
1: Well, I guess, but the, I guess maybe worse. Like, Cleveland never even, like, gives themselves a chance. It really, I, it's like teams no, like they Minnesota. Make the, they make the
0: playoffs, but.
1: Yeah, barely, though. But teams like Minnesota get so close, and Buffalo gets so close, and, yeah. and now Detroit actually got to the NFC Championship game and had a chance and blew a massive halftime lead. So right. that's got to be, like got that's all it's almost worse to go through that than to be the commanders who haven't won in a million years and they're headed nowhere it seems you know
0: i don't know i i i still think like you want to be relevant and you want to make the place postseason and that's why a lot of people this year you know they're all over bowls and uh even if he makes the playoffs what does that mean well what do you mean what it means it means you have his chance right like i think a lot of people thought well they're going to win the nfc south that yeah, stinks but you still won the division, you think New Orleans wouldn't take your place? People aren't going to happy either
1: way. It's like it's like all those years, well, Brady won all those division titles because that whole division sucked. Well, okay, so what do you want him to do?
0: Throw it? Yeah, back. he's going to make make Miami better or Buffalo? Maybe they suck because he kicked their butts every week.
1: And also to, and I look at the Bucks too. Like they were look, you gave your my definition of a team that's interesting to follow. Did they give you something to watch each and every week? Yeah. And I'm telling you, Fans are spoiled around here, Rick. After we what we've Whoa. seen from the Lighting and the Rays and the Bucks right before this, like you remember the days, the Lehman Bennett days, the Richard Williamson days. I don't the, have to go
0: back that far, pal. Yeah, they you could just go back for to Lovey Smith years. And Greg they did the playoffs until Bruce Arians came here. Twelve so, years, no playoffs.
1: So nine and eight. I'll take nine and eight. I'll take nine and eight and winning a playoff game and a challenging – the the Lions, they had a chance to win that game. They were in that game. Oh yeah. They had the they ball. Had a chance. They had a ball they had the ball and had a chance to go down and score and 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 take the lead.
0: But you can't get over the fact that or they tied, were up twenty four to happened, seven. Yeah. I'm sorry, you can't you cannot up twenty four to seven with a chance to score.
1: Well, no, I mean the Bucks had a chance to go down and score. Oh, the in screen. that game? Oh and, yeah. And, and, no,
0: it's seven listen, it's seventeen all. With 13 minutes to play, they're 13 minutes for playing to go to a well, Super Bowl. They had Bowl. the
1: ball with a chance to go down and tie. you know, tie. They had a minute
0: left team. and they yeah. had, they had a timeout. Yeah, very much so. And then Baker threw the interception. I mean, if they, you know, they had hit some big plays down the field. You know, you're always a pass interference away. You know, from getting in scoring position. Heck yeah. So yeah, it's never it's never really over. It's great having Tom Jones on the podcast again. Hey, if you guys got any mailbag questions, we're getting some in already, but you can be part of the show the rest of the week. Uh, We will answer those for you 100% correctly. Just send them to us. You can go on X or Twitter at SportsDayTV. Reach me at NFL Stroud, or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. Check tampabay.com for all your latest Bucs news, including coordinators. Players, Pro Bowls, you name it. uh, We'll be covering it there on TampaBay.com. Thanks for listening. For Steve Burstnick, I'm Extroud, the Tampa Times. Have a great day, everybody.